Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. People traditionally believe that bankruptcy is going to do really well in recessions. That's not always the case because what happens during every recession is lots of law firms experience problems. They lay people off. So your goal is to continue working. Hi, this is Harrison Barnes, and I'm going to talk today about the state of the 2023 legal market. And we'll be reviewing areas and what's going on in different practice areas and also geographic markets and how those different markets are affected by recessions, which I do believe right now we're going into a recession. One of the things I'll just do a few observations as we get started, but there's definitely been a slowdown in legal hiring. Also, the number of jobs that we've seen, certain practice areas that tend to slow down during recessions are starting to slow down and our interviews slow down and also placements to some extent. So the, the, there's definitely a recession, I believe, that's already begun. And from what I can tell, I think this is probably going to be a fairly serious recession and is going to impact a lot of careers and a lot of law firms in a negative way. And so today I'm going to talk about ways that law firms can counteract the effects of this recession. And then also in terms of your legal career, the moves you can make, whether or not you're an associate or a partner in a law firm and what you can do. These are just some things that different people have said about the, the recession and what's going on. This is from JP Morgan, it said that he believes that there's a could be a recession in the next six to nine months. I personally believe that one has already started. I make that observation just based on just even very simple things. The number of interviews we receive each week has been going down. Law firms are taking longer to make offers, which always happens during a recession. And when they're when their clients aren't spending as much money, there's lots of layoff figures that are coming out every day, whether it's Amazon or other big Facebook or other big tech companies laying people off, as well as other sorts of companies, just in things like going out. And I'm just talking about the things you can notice when you go out to stores, not as crowded if you go to Best Buy or if you go to different places or restaurants, easier to get reservations, all that sort of thing. I think there's a lot of causes to it. It's not my role to talk about that. Rates, people not having as much money because of their houses, appreciating coin and all this, people not a lot of people were doing that, not having as much money because of that. Just a lot of government entitlement programs for that were given out during COVID. All these things have gone away, and I think that's affecting the economy in a negative way. Politicians, especially presidents and things, will always say that the economy is doing well, even when it's not, because it's in their best interest too. So I don't, regardless of what party is saying it, I don't always trust that. There's 85% of top executives have recently surveyed believe that there's going to be a recession in the next 12 months, and a lot of people think it's going to be short. But again, executives want it to be short and so forth. And so you have to think about that as well. And then and then there's also a Dr. Doom, who's a, a economist, Nuro Rubini, and he predicted the 2008 and he believes that there's going to be an impending recession as well. And, and he said it won't be short and shallow. And it's because of the high debt levels of companies and the government holding believes that we're headed for a pretty much a crisis. And then here's another one from Bloomberg just talking about how that's going to happen. So at the outset, I just want to make a couple other points about recessions that I think are very serious because what happens during every recession is lots of law firms experience problems. They lay people off. They reviews get much harder. It becomes harder to get positions. People that go into the legal profession don't have as good of results in terms of their the jobs that they're getting. They get harsher reviews. They just have a much different experience than attorneys have when they're not hired during recessions. A lot of people that have been hired in the past few years 
and have been part of a really good legal climate will start and will have a lot of entitlement issues and believe that they're entitled to high salaries, lots of work, and kind of in the driver's seat, will suddenly the tables will turn. And this is going to be very hard for a lot of people that aren't committed or have these kind of issues, and, and they typically get washed up. And I've been doing this for in this profession, uh, doing nothing but legal placement recruiting for 25 years. And every single uh, recession, the signs are all here that there's going to be recession and that, frankly, that we're already in it. And, and I will be releasing a report in the next week or so with statistics of all our interviews and placements for the past year. But all of those numbers towards the end of last year started showing slowdown in all the practice areas where you would expect that to happen. To happen. One other point I just wanted to talk about for today before we get into everything is when I talk about practice areas, I'll talk to you about areas that tend to do well during recessions, ones that don't do so well, and then ones where there's no change. And then I'll also talk to you about markets and how that kind of works as well. And uh, But during a good economy, as I said earlier, law firms tend to cater to their associates. They provide higher salaries. They allow them to work remotely, which is a new thing. They concentrate on giving better benefits and more favorable working conditions. And associates are also able to drive a lot of things. But during recessions, everything uh, tends to change. For the majority of attorneys, if you're not at a top firm with top, top qualifications, the legal market tends to become much more competitive and law firms have a lot of control over their associates' employment terms. And in you in order to stay employed in firms, you need to work harder, you need to be more dedicated. And, and you need to be favored. And if you're not, you can create a lot of problems. What happens, especially which I'll talk about today, is areas like corporate and finance and those sorts of practice areas, a lot of the work in capital markets specifically will dry up, dries up. It already is in capital markets. And then what happens is people start having to look for other jobs. Typically, they will go to smaller firms and, and not have the benefits that they might have had previously. Also, a lot of times law firms will, will cut corner, cut staff, of course, and this is very common. And, and it becomes very difficult for a lot of attorneys to find new opportunities. I talk about this with, a, with kind of a lot of concern because in all the recessions that I've been through, there's always a lot of sad stories. There's divorces. There's people having a very hard, a very hard time, and, and it's not a, it's not good. And because you, if you're an attorney and you've dedicated your life to doing this, it's not it's not a good thing. It can be very hard. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about today about some strategies for that. But I didn't want to warn everyone that this is a, in my opinion, going to be a fairly serious recession, and and, and already is. And, and, uh, and I think it's going to probably get worse. Some practice areas that are continually seem to do well in recessions are litigation, privacy and data security, maybe, but intellectual property, employee benefits and tax continually have hiring. There's never a lot of tax law firm hiring, but that's one that does okay. And then you have some countercyclical areas, which are labor and employment, which seems to always do well, and, and antitrust as well. And then there's also regional differences. The effects of recessions on Washington, D.C. are typically there's never really, I've never really seen any major slowdown in that market now that there's different practice areas in that market, but that tends to always be okay. Different areas of California tend to be okay. And Texas in the last recession did pretty well. Those are just some markets that I'll be talking about later. Do you want to take back control of your legal career? We have a solution for you. Harrison Barnes, the number one legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience, Hosts weekly webinars followed by live Q&A sessions every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. These webinars are packed with helpful information that you can use to advance your legal career. Best of all, after each webinar, Harrison stays for as long as needed in order to answer every question. 
during recessions, partners with portable books of business become in very high demand and not that in, in huge demand and uh, not that difficult for to get in, uh, much more so even than in good economies. And in law firms during economic downturns, uh, it's often a good time to move because the law firms that hire people during recessions are typically hiring because they have needs and they're not speculating on future ones. An interesting thing at our company, BCG, we're a placement firm as opposed to a recruiting firm. And so what does that mean? It means that about 85% of our jobs that we fill are actually not jobs, they're just attorneys that are good matches for certain firms and the law firms are hiring. And we place people based on all sorts of data science programs, but basically forecasting what law firms would be interested in someone based on their past behavior and where their growth is in different markets. And, and during recessions, what tends to happen is there's a lot more filling of jobs as opposed to speculation. And that's an interesting thing that can benefit very good recruiters during, as opposed to placement firms to some extent during recessions, because law firms are often more likely to fill needs. And it, it's interesting too, during recessions, because what happens is the same day law firms may be laying off a lot of people, they're interviewing our candidates and hiring them in other practice areas. So just because uh, there's a recession doesn't mean that all practice areas are slowing down. And then there's also a lot of different types of things that are happening with technology and outsourcing that are may affect the legal market to some extent as well. I wanted to talk about a couple of other things we get a lot of questions about from law firms. One of them is remote working conditions and, and ask what are my impressions about what's going to happen with that. I'm pretty sure that more law firms, more and more law firms are going to require people to start coming into the office. I personally believe that if I was working in a law firm and that was an option, it would be extremely important because even though people do working remotely, I, I think that being in the office and being available to get work, to get work from other attorneys and to network is extremely important. So if I was an attorney right now, I would definitely try to be in the office. I think that if you're not in the office during a recession and you're not seen, you're more likely to lose your job. And I've already seen that with people that are insisting on that. Law firms are also very, when they interview people, we have, um, and our, when we start, when we submit attorneys to law firms and start talking to law firms about candidates, the most common question that the law firms have is, does the person want to work remotely? And the next most common, of course, is their, their expected salary if they're not, if it's not a major firm. But working remotely is not something that law firms, they want people in the office and uh, not all of them, of course, but, but it's important to understand that working remotely was definitely something that happened a lot during COVID. But right now, I think it was me and I was working in a law firm, I would do whatever I could to try to get in back into an office because I think you need to be seen and it's just a good way to get work during recessions. Also, law firms will typically pay their attorneys through a combination of salaries and bonuses, and these can be affected by economic conditions. But during recessions, there's always going to be a demand in different services and decrease in popularity. And, uh, and profitability. So law firms will do a lot of stuff to reduce costs to stay viable. This includes, especially at smaller firms and mid-sized firms, cutting salaries and bonuses, hiring freezes, and then of course, layoffs. Large law firms will often result to layoffs to freeze salaries. Other games that law firms will play to save money will be relying on people and that sort of thing to save money. During boom demands or boom economies, law firms will often, of course, offer higher salaries and bonuses to attorneys 
and then hire more attorneys many times than they need and for their overall headcount and, and not review those attorneys as aggressively and, and not have as high expectations for them. But so these are a few tips. I already gave you the one about going to the office. This is not a sales thing, but it's I do recommend using different services to monitor the legal market and what's going on with jobs. So Law Crossing's one. There's certainly other sites as well that you can do that with. Another way of BCG, we have what I like about what we've done at our company that's really cool is we actually place people in every single practice area, every single location. There's 250 plus practice areas that we can put people that we have the ability to classify your resume into. So it is important to learn about jobs as they become available. It doesn't mean you have to necessarily work with the recruiter, but you have to know what's going on in the market. Because if you do see a slowdown, whether or not you're using law crossing or BCG or another service to monitor the market, it's important to know what's out there. Most of the time when the market does slow down, the first people to get positions or to apply to positions are the ones that get them. I think it's extremely important to monitor the market. To, if you want to go in-house, you monitor in-house jobs. If you're, if you're looking for a position in a law firm to not just look at jobs in major cities, which tend to have more people applying for the same jobs, but look in smaller markets is also a very important. But keeping your resume updated on BCG is huge because we're monitoring tens of thousands of law firms for jobs and asking them for their jobs. And that can help you as well. It's interesting too, because it's there's just a lot of, there's always a lot of opportunity out there, even during recessions. And what the mistake that people make is that they become wedded to certain types of firms or certain markets. And and by opening yourself and looking at other markets, you're going to be much better off. If you're a law student and you want to work at a big city, that's great. But maybe you want to look at some other markets as well and to be careful. And it's also a good time if you're thinking about even starting your own firm. There's just a lot of opportunity that comes about during recessions. Also, I this is just a statement, but it's not. I'm not a finance person by any stretch of the imagination. But I do think it's important to have emergency funds and, and the attorneys that are able to weather storms the best tend to plan a lot and to make sure that they have money and then just the plans and so forth. But I really do recommend monitoring the market. You can talk to lots of people about what's going on, networking and things. It's just it's a hugely important thing to survive during bad markets. And bad markets, I'm not going to talk about how how messed up they can be, but it's just, it's a time when there's just a lot of problems for people when the market goes, when the market changes. And, and it's a time that it's when lots of careers die. It's, it's no different than a, than a storm clearing away the wreckage of the things that aren't, that aren't firmly planted. And, and I guess one thing I would tell you is in my profession, I've been through having been doing this for a quarter century. I watch every time there's a good, good economy, all these people rushing into, doing legal recruiting and then and then they're all gone when the market gets bad because they just are able to rise with without a lot of talent and then when the when everything that's easy goes away then they're out of the business and it's the same thing and so it's very funny and there's very few people that come into the this business during a good economy that are around when it ends and it's like that to some extent in, in the practice of law so, and this is just some other tips about reconnecting with your network and having that there as well and, and because it is important and, and all of these things, little little steps that you take will help you. And purpose of what I'm talking about today is not necessarily to give you a lesson and what to do, but just to let you know that I, I think that there's a recession in the legal market going on right now. And, and because of that, I think that you do need to be prepared 
and the biggest pieces of advice that I can give you, I've already given you, but monitoring the market and knowing what's going on is extremely important. Applying to jobs first, if your firm is slowing down, being in the office and being seen, networking within the firm and getting work, not having entitlement issues, being available, and, and all of these things are and having a network and looking also, if you do have to look at positions in other markets, and because this is a time when a lot of people get out of a the legal out of a business because they're just they were carried by a good market that had less expectations, and 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 this is a very important time. The other thing I would say too is there's this a statement that there's a lot of people inside of law firms that are able to just get work, meaning they're able, they're given work, but there's also a concept of creating work and partners that are very good at their job are able to get work from additional work from their clients by suggesting other things that can be done and creating work. And you have to be able to create work if you're an associate inside of a law firm, just as partners that are giving you work are trying to create work. You have to be able to find extra things to do, people to get work from, because if you don't, your hours are going to be bad and you're going to not have a position. It's very important, all these things. And there's a lot of things I've written about this, which I would recommend reviewing and because and they're on our website because it will help you. Okay, so these are the practice areas that are most adversely affected by recessions. I'm not going to spend a ton of time talking about all these. I will take questions when we're done. We also have, I will send out the state of the market report. If you're on this call, you'll get it, but it will come out hopefully within a week or so. We're just, there's a lot of statistics and things and charts we're putting in it. These are the practice areas that tend to be most adversely affected by our recessions. The first one is always corporate. It tends to fluctuate with economic conditions. During booms, it increases to a, almost a comical extent, meaning people that never would get hired during even normal economies get positions with top firms. And and, are, and, and there's just a lot of growth opportunity for attorneys. But during downturns, uh, demand exists. And it can decrease to an, an, in a, an incredible extent. General corporate work is done in-house. There's fewer, there's obviously fewer capital markets type project. And there's just everything comes to a halt. And it can be devastating for corporate careers. And there have been cases where firms in Silicon Valley have taken entire classes of 100 plus people and put them into other buildings when they start and never given them work and with the expectation that they're going to be losing their job shortly. It's just, it's a very uh, scary time and it's just very, very scary. And it's probably the worst practice area to be in during a recession. And just some statistics about that related to that. Okay. And then these are just some other practice areas. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about these individual ones. I do have PowerPoints for them, but most corporate markets will slow down. Investment management's one of them. And, and that there's not a ton of those attorneys. M&A is a big one. Businesses, a lot of times, will not engage in M&A during bad economies. So that can be affect everything. The finance available for availability of that. Also, private equity is another big one, as you're sure you're aware of anything corporate related to the stock market. All these things have been not in good shape recently. Securities, obviously, there were very few IPOs the past year. And the same thing is likely to happen this year. Even companies that went had IPOs in the previous year, they're not doing well. So this is not a good practice area. The value of securities has also been decreasing. Venture capital is similar to private equities. I'm not going to really talk much about that. Data privacy also can decline because of this technology. I 
there has there's not a lot of because it's a relative in your practice area. There's not a lot to go on, but I believe that this is one that will also slow down finance in general. The same thing as in the companies are often less willing to take on additional debt, and interest rates, of course, are higher now, and so that's affecting things quite a bit. There's fewer, there's less availability of financing when the economy gets in some bad shape as well. And then banking is another one. I'm not going to talk too much about that. And then let me see what this next one is. And structured finance, same thing. I'm not going to talk too much about that, but it's the same thing. All these practice areas are down. FinTech and blockchain, obviously same thing. That's likely to be really affected. IP is an interesting practice area and and in, in the, it's the same thing. There's You have two aspects of IP. You have trademarks and patents and, and IP litigation and different types. But during economics, that there's often more IP litigation that starts dur- than during good economies. I think a lot of that has to do with the people are looking for extra ways to generate revenue. There were some changes that happened several years ago in the, the, patent, in the patent law that affected the volume of patent disputes that actually brought it down. But in the last two recessions, IP litigation has been a huge area that's in many cases has kept a lot of firms that were experiencing huge corporate downturns of doing well. And then, but there's also, and the other thing I would just say is that with a patent prosecution, while fewer patents may be started during economic downturns, patent prosecution can take a long time. That typically can, can keep going for a while. So there's, but there's often a decrease in the number of new applications filed. And, and, and so that is another thing that can affect things as well. And, and then, but they're, they're often made demand for patent related work. And, and I do think that during good economies, there's a lot of more new patents that are in work that's generated for patent attorneys, even if it's just researching the potential of a patent, and that can be a pretty big source of work. But I, honestly, I haven't seen in every recession a huge a downturn in patent hiring. A trademark law, unfortunately, though, is one that takes a huge hit. It's very funny the way trademark law works. There's During bad economies, you literally may see hardly any openings at law firms all over the country. And, and But during good economies, I've never seen as many trademark openings as I saw during the, in the past few years. So it's been a very good practice area in, in a lot of respects. So that's been doing very well. But there's a lot of work for trademark attorneys, especially prosecution during, during good economies but it has been slowing down quite a bit. And uh, so it's just another thing. A real estate's another big one that can be affected negatively in bad economies. And But it's interesting the way that real estate works because it's not always in a good economy. It's in a bad economy. It's not always, it is, it's not always what you would expect, but there's, Definitely in the past few years, I've uh, been a lot of real estate work. I do think that there's, if you monitor the market and what's going on, there's been a lot less work for real estate attorneys doing leasing and other types of transactions. That's definitely decreased. And, and I think that real estate is going to be a market that has been doing very well over the past few years, but I think it's actually going to start having quite a few problems. The reason I, the reason for that is the high interest rates. It's also a lot of other factors, more, fewer people working in offices. So there was an article just today, I think in the Wall Street Journal, where they were talking about how a lot of companies that traditionally did office lease, uh, owned office buildings, big ones in New York are now moving into residential work. Interest rates, of course, are another big thing. High interest rates can affect it as well. When I got started in this business, it was the late 1990s and, and early in, and the interest rates were high and it was very difficult for senior real estate attorneys and, and it was just not a very active market. 
And then as the interest rates came down, you went into the 2000s, then a lot of the work started to increase as well. I think that interest rates definitely have an impact on those series. One thing I did want to mention that I think is very important for people to understand, I'm going to come back to this in a moment, but all the practice areas that I mentioned, whether it's real estate or corporate finance or IP, most of those practice areas, with the exception of IP, because a lot there's a lot of solo practitioners, but they're all, they're all attorneys that are doing work for businesses. And so there's this kind of dichotomy in the legal profession, which is uh, people that do work or attorneys that do work for businesses and attorneys that do work for individuals. And, and it's always been, there's always been, it's better to work for companies than it is or work for businesses than it is to work for individuals. But in a lot of respects, there's, and I'll talk about this today, there's a lot more stability for people working for individuals many times than there are for attorneys working for companies. And especially in the transactional realm, everything I've talked about today, whether it's real estate or it's all transactional. So transactional work is very good during, for companies, is very good during good economies. But during bad economies, it's just it's not the same. And there's often a lot more stability sometimes working for individuals than there are working for companies, which is and which is an observation I wanted to make. But but I've been noticing that recently. And I've in in terms of my work at BCG, we used to only work for huge law firms, and now we work for all sorts of law firms, even solo practitioners looking for people. And it's very interesting because there's a lot more stability in some extent for young attorneys working for individuals and even for more established attorneys than there are working for big companies, at least during recessions. But of course, the earning potential isn't as high and there's a lot of other issues that I would be happy to discuss, but I don't want to waste time doing it. So these are some practice areas that aren't affected by economic conditions. The first one, of course, is criminal law. It's not affected. It's a criminal society and it's just, it's always going on. There's a lot of openings that we have right now for criminal attorney, criminal defense attorneys. It's just a busy practice area. And, and, and that's, it doesn't matter what the economy is doing. Estate planning is another one. It's a very stable practice area will become even more stable. I think it's a transactional practice area, but it's consumer facing. It's not affected by economic conditions and it's uh, people just, it's always been a good practice area. We have tons of people. It was incredible. I've never seen so many people get hired laterally than the state planning during COVID and a few years after that. It was a very good practice area. Environmental law, not a great practice area for the most part, but again, it's it's fairly stable. It's not a, there's not a lot of activity in the market. It's not practice area that I would ever recommend someone get into because it's too influenced by politics and a bunch of other things. And it's just, it's not, it, there are some pockets of activity, but it's not a great practice area. And there's never been a ton of work from in that practice area, although there's a lot of people that have always been interested in going in it. Family law is another great practice area. If I was, I think that it's interesting with family law and there's a lot of attorneys, especially in major markets like New York City and Los Angeles and San Francisco that come out of commercial litigation backgrounds working for huge firms. They've gone to the top law schools and and they realize what a great opportunity family law is because there's just a lot of work in family law and it's it seems to be never ending. And there's a lot of very good attorneys that do that. 
even though the reputation, the practice area has never traditionally wasn't that. And that's a, a pretty much a recession-proof practice area. People do well in that practice area, did very well after COVID. We have an incredible number of family law openings. It's a great practice area if you're a commercial litigator and unhappy in a big firm that you can get into, not necessarily even through a recruiter, actually. I have candidates that are coming from the, the top five most prestigious law firms in the country that want to get into family law. And uh, and so these things are, it's just a very good practice area. And, uh, and another point I would make, and I, again, I don't want to, I'm not here to promote practice areas, but if you are unhappy in, in a big firm and you're in a transactional practice area, which corporate or something, or tax, trust in the state's attorneys, uh, I have trust in the state's attorneys that I've represented that have their own firms that make well over a million dollars a year. Same thing with family law attorneys. I didn't know family law attorneys that make, I don't even want to tell you because it would make, but do extremely well. And there's a lot of demand for people in those practice areas. I represented years ago, a trust in the state's attorney that was in his late 80s and making over a million dollars a year, working four or five hours a day. I mean, you can do very well. And I'm not saying you should go into these practice areas because you make a lot of money, but these a lot of people enjoy these practice areas. And, and so you can do very well in them and much better many times than you would ever do in, unless you were a partner in a large law firm. And you also have a lot of clients who are family law attorneys, same thing with trust in the states and, and a very well-diversified practice area. And it's just, there's a lot of demand and, uh, and good people in those practice areas are respected and can do well. Health law is another big one. This has been a very active practice area of ours at BCG for, and I'll just to give you an example, I just wanted to go back to family law. I'm not here to promote practice areas, but I've had instances where I have like a third or fourth year family law attorney in Colorado. I'm just thinking of one recently and decided that this family law attorney decided they want to move to some county in Wisconsin, that wasn't even a, it wasn't Madison or Milwaukee. It was just not even a well-known county. I don't remember where it was. And the person got eight or nine offers, which is unheard of. And you wouldn't get eight or nine offers if you were a commercial litigator who went to Stanford working in Denver at a big firm. And none of this makes sense. So a lot of these practice areas are very much in demand. And, and it's the same thing in New York and a lot of different markets. And there's very few practice areas too, family law, where Someone that's a commercial litigator, for example, I have instances where I've got a commercial litigator, say at Skadden or something, that wants to do family law and gets nine or 10 offers in New York City within a couple months. But, and again, they could probably get those offers, but in doing another practice area like commercial litigation, but it's almost impossible in most other practice areas to switch there. So you can't switch from being a commercial litigator to doing, I don't know, something else, but you can with family law. It's a definitely a in-demand practice area. Health law is another one. And just with trust in the states, uh, again, I'm not here to promote these practice areas, but I just want to, want to let you know like how well you can do in these practice areas. So health law is another one. It's and There's a lot of demand for health law attorneys. It's been that way for a long time. Good health law attorneys can get jobs. I've, I had an instance where I'll never forget it. It was so funny. This gives you an indication of how in demand this practice area is. I had a woman that was in Ohio, senior, 20 years out, had been working for a hospital the entire time and got interviewed by a law firm, I think it was in Denver, and and had her husband on the interview with a mid-sized law firm in the interview. These are rules that you can't even make this up. Of course, you don't have your husband interviewing with a law firm as well. This is a, like one of the, her first interviews. 
And, and he was asking questions and everything. And, and, and she got hired by this. And it was, I'm talking about like a, probably a AMLOP, maybe 300 firm, not 200, but a big one. There's no such thing as AMLOP 300, but a big firm. So there's just a lot of demand. Now that's, is that normal? No. Is it normal to, but at the same time, there's just a lot of demand for health law attorneys. And so that is another practice area where you can do very well if you have the background. And a lot of people that go into health law have been in the health industry before coming health law attorneys, but it's just the demand is such that there's very few practice areas also where you can go in house and then go back to a law firm. Health law is one of them and, and it's good practice area. Immigration law is a is another one that's doing very well. It's it's a there's just a lot of demand in immigration law. Immigration attorneys are in demand all over. It's another practice area where you can if you're you can very quickly build your own book of business and do very well. You can I know people that do that that have very successful practices doing that. It's a practice area that is it, it didn't do as well after COVID for a lot of reasons because that was obviously there was no immigration happening. But, but it, for the most part, it's a very stable practice area and can do very well. And so I think if you were, if I was a, if looking for a practice area and come out of school, it's a tough practice area because a lot of the work is done by paralegals and a lot of it's how the attorney brands themselves. It's about a lot of personal branding. It's, and it can be difficult for people to earn money doing it if you don't know what you're doing, but it's a good practice area. Now, probate law is another one. Same thing. It's much like trust in the states. Tax law. Tax law can do, there's, uh, different branches of tax law. So the you in tax law, you have tax law that will support like mergers and acquisitions and things, which is typically in large law firms, obviously will slow down during recessions, but there's a lot of very stable areas of tax law, which aren't necessarily affected as much. And you have tax resolution, which can go up during recessions. You have transactional work just and there's a lot of things that, that can that can work in tax law as well but it's again tax law is not a huge for especially large law firms of practice here do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job we do and one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired but how do you find openings like that for starters you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. Now, here's some counter-cyclical practice areas that often do better in recessions. Antitrust is one of them. It can happen many times during that. Now, again, this is not a, a practice area that a lot of people are do, but it's a very, for large law firms, it's obviously a very big practice area for a lot of attorneys. So it's, it's not for a lot, but it's a, for big firms. It's a practice area that a lot of attorneys do there. And during recessions, it tends to do just fine, if not better. Bankruptcy, people traditionally believe that bankruptcy is going to do really well in recessions. That's not always the case, but there, you have kind of consumer bankruptcy and then you have corporate bankruptcy. The large corporate bankruptcy tends not to be that it 
tends not to explode to the degree you would think it would during recessions, but it still can better during recessions. They obviously does increase. And you've, I'm sure you've heard a lot of stories about companies recently that are getting ready to go bankrupt and even Twitter threatening to do it and things. And so it, it can do better during recessions and uh, certainly individual bankruptcy, which is another practice area where you can do very well if you start your own firm doing bankruptcy, consumer bankruptcy, you can do very well. I had an in-house attorney working for me once. It was funny. And she suddenly declared she had cancer and was going to was going to the hospital, no longer reachable. And I thought, which I thought was completely unusual. And she was someone I'd hired right out of law school. So she hadn't been working for me very long. She was not even doing very much for me at all, just research and stuff. But months later, I found out that she'd actually gone and there was no cancer. She'd gone and started her own bankruptcy, consumer bankruptcy firm. And the last I looked, it looked like a pretty busy place. So it's a good, and it was something I had talked to her just like I'm talking to you right now that it's a good practice area for people that want to start their own firms and the consumer. Consumer protection law is another one that can do well during recessions. I don't need to talk too much about that, but there's a lot of people that can do well in that during recessions. Employee benefits tends to be a fairly stable practice area and always does well during its counter-cyclical. It can do well during recessions as well. And so that's another one here. And then labor and employment, of course, is one that tends to do very well during recessions and in, in the work is quite a bit. And I see no sign of that laying up. This is another practice area too. It's good in large law firms. It's good in, it's good in small law firms. It's good for plaintiff's attorneys. It's good for defense attorneys. People do very well in labor and employment law. And uh, it's a great practice area also for commercial litigators and large law firms to switch over to. There's a lot of stability in this practice area. And uh, and I've very rarely have I ever heard of a labor and employment attorney not having enough work. There's just a lot, a lot of stuff going on in, in that practice area. And, and when people are laid off, of course, their first instinct is to sue their employer and people become more secure, concerned about during economic downturns when law firms and companies and other people are trying to decide if they're going to lay people off, not law firms, but companies and businesses that they hire labor and employment attorneys to advise them. Uh, there's just a lot of work for labor and employment during recessions. It's always busy and it's just a good practice area. Litigation is the main one that tends to be counter cyclical. Always does very well during recessions. I have a lot of theories for that. I don't necessarily know if they're right. I think that one reason is that during recessions, all forms of litigation kind of increase. So what happens is people are looking for ways to generate money. So anybody that they perceive ripped them off or took advantage of them during a better economy is suddenly more likely to be sued or people tend to cut corners from things during bad economies and get sued. And so law firms are hired to defend people and to sue people. And it just becomes very busy. In most cases during recessions, litigation tends to pick up a lot of a slack for work that may have slowed down during during better economies. I mean, that from during a bad economy, work that slowed down litigation tends to pick up the slack for that work and becomes a very good area for, for attorneys and tends to help a lot of firms weather these storms. And, and it was here's during the pandemic. So there's a 6% recent civil filings. And I don't know if it's not that important, but it's just a good practice area. It does very well during a recession, always has in large firms and small law firms, law firms. It's funny it, during for years, I think after 
uh, the 2011 and 12, like the, a lot of these law f- lawsuits just kept going. And I think a lot of law firms kept things going because they wanted to keep fees going. I'm not saying they were doing that in an ethical way, but I think a lot of law firms became very re- reliant on litigation as a source of revenue when a lot of their transactional practice areas slowed down. And then, and then for a few years after that, I noticed a Kind of a, when the economy got very good and corporate got very busy, I noticed a major slowdown in litigation. And I think that clients had just spent so much money on it, they were done. And then workers' compensation is another area that tends to be countercyclical as well. And, and again, this is a focuses on people injured and during recessions. I think it tends to, there tends to be a lot more claims and the same thing. And then these are the practice areas that are least affected by recessions are the major legal markets. Uh, least affected by recessions. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this in the cities, but I'll talk about it and I'm a little bit of a little bit right now. California, of course, is a very diverse economy. So overall, their corporate market can be very be affected, but at the same time, it, it, it tends to consistently be lots of litigation and other types of work in California. This is a very large legal market. Same thing with Colorado and I'm not going to, and Florida, same thing. Another thing, it's just, there's a lot of work uh, going on there. So that's just, and then Washington, D.C., this is every recession has always done very well. This is a great market. If you are a, have a great pedigree, it's a competitive market. But if you have a great pedigree and want to weather a recession, it's very easy to wave into Washington, D.C., and, and there's just a lot of work there. It's always been very active during recessions, less in the corporate the law firms and Washington, D.C. are always, if you look at all the pedigrees, the people, and not the pedigrees, but the practice areas, they tend to have a ton of litigation-related people and then very few corporate, as opposed to New York, where it's the opposite. But Washington, D.C. is a very good market and always does well during recessions. And, and then these are just some other areas, Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Connecticut, Delaware, Michigan, Georgia. These are just markets that are not as affected by recession. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about them, but I just wanted you to be aware of these markets, Jersey, New Mexico. And again, there's not a lot of people even uh, Texas is an un- interesting market. I think Texas is, I'll be interested to see because there's been a lot of migration there from other states over the past several years, but I'll be very interested to see what happens to Texas during this recession because there has been a lot of hiring and growth there. I'm assuming there'll be probably fairly major slowdowns in corporate related work, but uh, Texas is very interesting because in uh in the 2008 through 2011, there, there wasn't a big slowdown there comparatively to what we saw in California and New York. So I think Texas is probably going to be slowed down more than it did in the previous recession. I think Texas was insulated to some extent because of energy prices being very high during the last recession. And a lot of work coming out of there because of that. And that was helping provide a lot of stability. I don't know that that's going to be case so much this recession. And so that may affect that negatively. Utah is a very good market. If you are considering relocating to certain markets, Utah is a good one. There's a lot of growth there and many large law firms starting there. It's just a very good market. And a lot of people, a lot of firms starting there, a lot of work and it continues to grow. Even during the last recession, I think that market did well. And there's just a lot of stuff going on there, whether it's technology companies and healthcare, and it's a very good market. And then these are some other markets that aren't as important. Washington State tends to be affected from the, from a lot of the technology work, but uh, 
So Wisconsin, uh, Wyoming, and all this information will be in a formal report that's sent out. Uh, everyone should receive within the next week. And then these are just some different cities. I, I don't want to talk too much about individual cities. I think the, kind of some of the notable markets that I think are important to discuss are your major markets, which are going to be your Chicago's, your New York's, your Los Angeles, your San Francisco. They tend to be, especially in the transactional field, hit very hard. hard. And, and then, yeah, Dallas, it's just a bunch of different markets. And so that's something to keep in mind. So a lot of the overall the larger factors that I'm talking about in terms of the market and how it's affected from a transactional standpoint, litigation in different practice areas tend to affect the larger cities the most. You have a lot of very interesting markets around the country, which are smaller markets, which are places like the Slancing and, and Grand Rapids and Michigan. Just yeah. And those markets tend to do fairly well during recessions. So people that are in major markets that want to move into smaller markets, a lot of these smaller markets that'll be on the report, I think are very smart places to be. I think that there's a lot of stability there. You can always, by the way, move from a major market to a smaller market and back to a major market if you like. Las Vegas has done extremely well over the past several years and it's becoming a 20 years ago, what really wasn't a, or I wouldn't consider it a real legal market in terms of a sophisticated legal market, but now you have lots of major firms there. It tends to be doing very well. Los Angeles, obviously, is a great market. And then these are just some smaller ones as well that tend to be fairly much unaffected. And I'm almost done with this. Northern California is always tends to be affected, especially because of the technology work there that's affected in a negative way. And there's a lot more. And I am going to roll going to be done with this in just a minute. Rochester is another market I like a lot. There's just a lot of stuff going on there. That market tends to also do very well in recessions. If you are in New York City and you're admitted to the New York bar, obviously, the, a lot of very safe areas to relocate and where there's jobs, especially if you're a corporate attorney, are going to be your Rochester's and your Syracuse's and your Albany. There's a lot of work there. A lot of firms in New York do are a lot of companies that send work to big firms in New York, also send it to smaller firms in these markets. And there's a very good style of life there. And there's just a lot of good things about upstate New York markets. And I think that people that move to these markets actually have very good careers. There's the billing rates are lower, the salaries are lower, but so are the, so is the cost of living. San Antonio is another market that I think has been doing very well recently. San Diego, Seattle, Syracuse, a lot of markets. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com. 